Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Live podcasting is a misnomer for a lot of people, but it's it's becoming a new growing trend, at least in certain areas. And I want to talk about live podcasting and 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 really bring this point out why live podcasting is not dead simple. It might be dead, but it's certainly not dead simple. Live podcasting, and by that what I mean is the idea of broadcasting yourself, for lack of a better term, even though it's not quite appropriate, but recording a session from soup to nuts totally live, specifically while other people are listening to the conversation. We're going to focus on the audio, live audio podcasting. So that's the that's the world we're looking at right now is there is something you want to talk about and you want to talk about it while people are listening to it live. Now this goes by another word. You might have heard it before, uh, radio, which is kind of what a lot of radio is. A lot of radio is live radio, where what is being spoken into a microphone is being channeled through a cable up to a big tower, and that's being splashed all across the city or town or area that you live in, and you receive it on your radio, and it goes. Okay, so we know podcasting is a lot different than that, because podcasting has to be information has to be recorded and then it has to be pushed through an RSS feed and it has to get to a directory and that directory then has to pull it down and yada yada. So you're you're minutes behind. So realistically, you can't do live podcasting. Or can you? We are seeing now the rise of new live audio only platforms. And there's two I can think of and there are probably more than that. But the one who's been around for a while is Spreaker. Spreaker, which is a podcast hosting company, podcast app, Podcast, lots of different things is what Spreaker happens to be. I think they either started with or merged with Blog Talk Radio back in the day, which was Blog Talk Radio, which was basically an early way to get to sort a podcast with a phone in your hand as opposed to a microphone in your face. Um, but anyhow, Spreaker will allow you to go live with your podcast, and that and all of that entails. So you're you're pushing messages out through your microphone while people are listening live. That's one. Uh, the other option that's out there now recently um, is unfortunately not called Hydrophone, but it's Periscope's audio-only version. Periscope is the video platform, live video platform that Twitter released, hmm, golly gee, how long ago? Uh, at least four years ago, I think. So they've been experimenting with a new platform, which is audio-only, and recently they announced that you could take live call-in guests or watch in or listen. I'm not sure what the term terminology would be, but through the app, you can bring people into your live audio, your live podcast, if you will, and they can respond and become a guest on your, on your, on your show. So those are two examples 
that's out there, and it's and it's a growing trend. People like to do stuff live. They like to do live video. Well, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, they they like to do things live. But is this really the future of podcasting? Is live podcasting where it goes? I don't think so. To be really honest with you, I, I don't think so. I think there are a lot of problems that doing something live brings to the table that most podcasters aren't thinking about. So first off, it's not easier to go live. Even if you don't have anyone listening to your show live while you're recording it, if you want to do a 45-minute long show and you want to do it live, that's hard. I'm just telling you, that is really, really hard to do. I was on the radio before I was in podcasting and then after when I was in podcasting. And when I was doing live radio stuff, we had a producer and an engineer. The engineer's job was to make sure things sounded good all the time as we were doing our two and a half, three hour long crazy things. And the producer's job was to make sure that we had good callers that came to the show. You don't get that with these live podcasting apps. It's kind of you on your own. You choose to bring someone into the show. I hope you know who that person is because they're going to come on and you don't get a chance to really much screening. There's a lot of stuff that happens off microphone when you're doing a live broadcast that we just don't have in live podcasting. Sure, we've got new fancy tools like the Roadcaster, which has come out, which allows you to do things all in. It's got a place for your microphone. It's got a soundboard so you can play sound effects in your bed music and other sorts of things. And it goes out so it sends signal to the people that you're on. It's got all those tools, but what it doesn't have is another human being. It doesn't have someone whose job is to run the show. And honestly, you kind of need that to make a, a live podcast sound good. Not everyone. Some are pros. Some have done this for the longest time and they can do all things on their own. Great. They're few and far between. They're really few and far between. Live podcasting is hard. Now, I think it can work, and I'm interested in what the future can bring because we have been looking at this live podcasting really as a way just to do radio stuff. It's more playing at radio, which I don't find very interesting. I, I really don't. But I think that there are some options for live podcasting that might actually work. But we've really got to hit on two things. There really has to be two things why live is better than pre-recorded or produced. And I think one is that it actually has to be better. And what I mean by better is listening to someone do a live podcast has to be better than listening to that same person cover the same topic in a remotely recorded and produced sort of way. And the, the answer to that for what, what's, what's better in thinking about radio right now What's better? Would you rather listen to a radio announcer of a baseball game live? Or would you rather listen to that later? Well, the thing is, you can. the great thing is you can listen to it live and later. But what you wouldn't want is the, is the radio announcer, the, the, the journalist, if you will, going to the game, watching the four-hour-long, I don't know how long baseball takes, four-hour-long baseball game, and then coming home and recording what they thought about the game. That's very different. It's not the same thing. You're going to get more out of that live coverage experience. Oh, there's probably value in the other, but most people think it's better to listen as the person records live. So there's one podcast. The thing you want to talk about, make sure that doing it live is actually better is one option than not. But here's where the real fun gets to. There's also a second way. I think it has to be different. I think it has to provide a different experience if you do it live that you simply cannot do 
in the studio. Now, the real problem here is I can't think of what that would be. I can think of a handful of instances, traffic reports, uh, covering a live event, those sorts of things where live is better. But the tough thing for me to figure out, and, and it's only because I haven't really thought about it too much probably, is what can you make better by recording it and broadcasting it, if you will, through your podcast, through these various apps, through whatever hasn't been ex- d- discovered yet. What can you do differently if you were to do it live, that you just can't do it back in the studio? Sound seeing tours? Yeah, probably. That's going to be a different experience if you could do something that way, which is how we used to have sound seeing tours way back in the early days of podcasting. It was a its own little genre, and I think those have largely fallen off, or at least they certainly don't have a lot of attention these days. But as you're experiencing something live, you are then sharing that experience. I mean, that's the whole reason that Facebook Live... YouTube Live, Periscope, these sorts of things are are working well in video form is because they allow you, the person pushing the message out, to share with a live audience what you're seeing at that moment in time. And watching replays of that just isn't quite quite the same. So it's got to be either better or it's got to be different. Now, is there an application here for businesses? Honestly, Maybe, I don't know, maybe from trade show booths, there might be some things, but I can tell you this. If you're thinking about doing live podcasting, there are some serious ramifications because it's not dead simple, and you might need some guidance with that. If you do need guidance, let me know, would you? Evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Podcastlaunch.pro lists out the services I offer to my clients. I'll be back tomorrow, guys, with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org 
provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.